everybody, Dave Hodges here. Glad you could join us. Uh, thanks for staying with us. Uh, in this segment, we have special guest return visit from Ronnie McMullen. And uh, in the past, we've covered everything. Name it. We've covered it, but we've never covered this. Ronnie has been doing an analysis of what's going on with Tulsi Gabbard. He shared this with me before he we went on air. And whatever we are going to talk about, it's taking a back seat to this because it's so intriguing. Ronnie, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing terrific. Better than I really deserve to. And uh, life has been very, very good. But I'm so dang busy, I'm not getting any sleep. <laughs> so, Oh, you got to take care. Yeah, you oh, I know. It, if you don't get sleep. I know. I know. It's just it's so much to tell and so many people to tell on. But yeah. um, we're in the midst of a presidential run, impeachment, coup d'etat, potential civil war, potential <laughs> World War Three. Like, what else could go wrong? And in oh, the midst of this, and earthquakes. Well, oh, you know, I left that out too. Yeah, it just oh, Cascadia, and yeah, that's fires. Wow. You know, I read the other day that there are 19 populist uprisings across the planet right now. Mm. 19. Wow. You know, it's we're you know when you talk about civil unrest, I mean you're definitely talking about civil unrest, and and right now everybody's fighting with everybody, and we've got stuff breaking out with fires and earthquakes and and floods and hurricanes and you know tornadoes and all that kind of good jazz, um, but I think um, something's being said about California because there's quite a few fires in California. In fact, the tick fire that everybody's talking about with Canyon Country, I was there. Tell us about it. Uh, it's spooky. It was really spooky. They had all the roads were shut off, and as I drove by on the 14, I could see flames surrounding this big house that later on it took out. And you know, it's crazy. I mean, it's just. Meanwhile, there's 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 fires up north. There's a Sepulveda fire. California's getting their butt kicked. And guess who's behind some of these? And and I it's kind of interesting, but PG&E's behind some of these things. So you just kind of go, "Really?" I mean, somebody in uh I think it's near Hedlesburg, but it's I forgot what they call that fire, the there's a name for that fire. But anyway, they um a lady lost her house for the second time. It burned down twice. I mean, what's the chances of that? It's great. I, so anyway, I was in the tick fire, and it was it was pretty spooky. Um, I was there before it jumped the freeway on the 14, thank God. Otherwise, I'd have been stuck and had to backtrack. And then, of course, you had the Sepulveda fire. So it's almost like you get stuck in California, depending on where you're going. So Yeah, it's, I, I hear you. It's it's crazy. You know, let me, let me broach the subject by saying this. My wife is my conscience. Whenever I think there is something emerging that's negative, she always has the what about question, which is really good. Mm. She serves as a fact checker. Okay. And um, so keep that in mind when I say this, and I mean big time fact checker. She's my biggest critic because I need that to keep me in line. Yeah. So we're driving home from church the other day, and she says something about the fires in Northern California. And it's something that we've never really talked about jointly. And I said, well, what do you think? She goes, something about this isn't normal. This isn't natural. 
there's more to this than meets the eye. And I said, well, honey, you're right. When is a power company ever shut down its operations because of high winds? I've never seen it in my lifetime. And she Mm -hmm. goes, neither have I. And I said, and why is it this area of the state is burning again? And I said, how do high winds cause all these fires? And it's not happening in other places with high winds. And so we went through this and we both concluded there's a lot more to this than meets the eye. Yep. In other words, what we're both saying here in our own way is we think it's contrived. Mm-hmm. I do too. Because um, PG&E was supposedly behind the big Santa Barbara fire, Montecito fire. Yes. And Newsom, okay, so Governor Newsom is sitting there trying to save PG&E, but how can you say PG&E when everything is their fault? I mean, they're already bankrupt. So I, there's something to this, and I, I'm not sure, I, I don't know if somebody's going to, from the political realm, all of a sudden own PG&E, um, run PG, be a chairman. I, I, I don't know, but there's some kind of, everything, you always trace everything, and it always leads back to money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, or control, but uh, I think this one might be money. So I don't know, you know, and, and PG&E, um, they're not exactly squeaky clean. Aaron Brockovich, I mean, you know, they've been in trouble before, so it's not looking good for them. I could not agree with you more. And so let's go to the next level. Why do you think they're doing this? I, I, you mean, why are they doing this against, why are they doing the fires or why are they doing PG&E? Okay, let me go conspiratorial on you. What motivation would they have to do the fires? I have no clue. I, I, I mean, I've actually thought about this, and I have no clue. But, you know, when you go by fires and you see the same, kind of the same area getting hit again with fire, you, you question things. You start saying, what's going on? And, and, of course, then you have the whole geoengineering thing. So let's send some water over a nice burn area so we can have, you know, floods and, and mudslides and everything else. So, I mean... Um, and I think that plays it in, too. I mean, the mudslide that was in, in Santa Barbara was absolutely, I mean, I lived in Santa Barbara, so I, I couldn't believe what I saw. I mean, literally, your eyes go, no, this can't be. And it's kind of the same thing, you know, you, you, it's like uh, the people that were in um, Canyon Country, they were saying, you know, we've seen fires before. It happens. And then, of course, in this time, this is fire season, Santa Ana winds, but you know, I had some travels and business up in uh, California at the time. That's why I even saw the, the tick fire. Um, I was in San Ynez, California, and it was 93 degrees, and we're approaching November. And they're going, yeah, this is normal. And I'm going, no, this is not normal. I'm sorry I lived here. This is not normal at all. It's almost November, 93 degrees. I mean, this isn't Palm Springs. So the weather's changing. Fires are happening. I mean, do they really want – maybe they're doing this, Dave. Maybe they're trying to somehow – because they're opening all the borders, maybe they're trying to make it a third-world country. And my question would be, why? Why would you want to destroy a beautiful state and make it look like a third-world country? I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I can't see a motivation there that's readily apparent. No, but I can't see a motivation to having all these fires either. I mean, what would be the purpose of having all these fires in California? It's just coincidence? I don't believe in that. 
I'm shaking my head here. I, I should make more noise when I shake my head so the radio audience <laughs> knows that I'm contemplating. But um, I agree with what you're saying wholeheartedly. I, I will give sense. you one motivation. I do know that if they have a disaster, they instantly qualify <clears throat> Excuse me for federal disaster funds. Yeah. And they're broke. Well, that's true. But, you know, you're talking about taking something. You're already broke. You've got a nice town. Now you don't have a nice town. I mean, Paradise is, they can't even hardly rebuild it. It's that bad. And that was a huge fire. So, you know, Malibu's on fire. I mean, it's it's crazy. And these winds, there's another thing. Santa Ana winds. I've lived in California most of my life. Santa Ana winds, they don't usually do 60 and 80 miles an hour. I mean, no. that's, I'm sorry, you know, 20, 30, 40 mile an hour gusts once in a while. Yeah. 60, 80? Come on. What are we talking about? Hurricane style? Well, I'll give you what we're talking about. Have you ever seen the document, uh, Air Force Owning the Weather 2025? Absolutely. Nick Begich's work, yep. That's what I'm referring to. And by the way, I know a signatory on that. Well, it's real. They can start earthquakes. They can move the jet stream wherever they want so they can manipulate weather. And the weather manipulation we're seeing in America right now is going to take out the food grid, the food supply. And so food will be used as a weapon. And you want your food? Come down here to the FEMA camp. See, that's where supplements can really play a part. But, yes, they are working with the food. And, and, you know, it's the farmers. And, you know, and they're going to do the same thing with the meat. Um, You know, meat's getting pounded right now. People don't want the meat. So, okay, if you don't want the meat, let's take meat away completely because of famine and now everybody will say okay we want our meat okay well you don't get it for 10 bucks a pound now now it's 20 yeah because we didn't have anywhere to put the cows no no water it's like and i better not i was going to make an analogy with the pharmaceutical thing but we won't go there so i'll just leave that out (laughs) now you're making me wonder i'll spend the rest of my time with you contemplating what wasn't said there um okay so i don't want you getting booted off i get it (laughs) i do appreciate that well you know speaking of booted you know, this is pretty crazy that these these Googles, YouTube, all these big, big conglomerates can just, you know, you're not saying the right thing. So we're going to have to boot you and take off your channel and, you know, and in fact, we might just monitor you and just see how you do. And that's where I think uh, Tulsi Gabbard comes in where I really, Ooh. really respect her. Okay. I find her the most intriguing candidate in the whole process. She is. She's a, you kind of love her, don't like her kind of thing, you know? It's like, um, I love that she's like, hey, love your country and love your people and be, I love that stuff. I love that she's a surfer. I think that she's got to have a connection with this earth if she's a surfer. So, and most people would say, oh, that's stupid, you know, but it's really not. If you're a surfer, you're very in tune with the world you're very in tune with what's going on on this earth but um and she has some views that you know i I don't care for but boy when she when she (laughs) want when she started to sue google i have to say i was like yeah baby and then when she (laughs) went after hillary i was like yeah baby you know pretty soon you have enough yeah babies you kind of say well she got some negatives but i really like her positives so what do you think about her 
Are you kind of for or against, or you got that love-hate thing going on? Love-hate. No question about it. On, on one hand, uh, I'll start with the good and work my way down. Uh, bring the troops home. She's against yep. foreign wars of occupation. Political correctness is ruining America. Ignore it. Say what's on your mind. Be respectful, but still say what you want. And she also is about fiscal responsibility. Um, she believes in reasonable immigration. She's open borders, but but she recognizes that we can't be letting bad guys in here. And that's yeah. more than Pelosi gives us. <laughs> or Bernie, <laughs> burn baby, burn Sanders. You know, the, he, he's totally open borders guy. On the negative side, she's CFR, Council on Foreign Relations. Yeah. And on the negative side, um, she's a little bit on the reactionary side. Um, Hillary's not in the race. She should have made one comment and blown Hillary off and let her go. But she didn't do that. I think that shows wisdom when you can, you know, because as a president, you're going to strike out more than you have hits, just like baseball. And so you need to be able to have a real short memory and put things in the rearview mirror and move on. Tulsi doesn't do that. She obsesses but, on the present. But did she go after Hillary a little strong because somebody that she's running against let her let her off? And that's been one of my biggest beefs with Trump is he on the debates fought Hillary and said, you know, as soon as I become president, you're behind bars. That never <laughs> happened. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm an elephant. I don't forget. So with that being said, could Tulsi have picked up the pace a little bit to tell the people, you know, I wouldn't have let her off. I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. What do you think her motivation? What motivates Tulsi Gabbard? Uh, probably power. Doesn't doesn't power because you know it's not the money. You can make more money being in the movies. So um, I don't I don't think it's necessarily money, but money does come with power. But I wonder if it's you know I would say power, and, and I don't know. Yeah, I could be so wrong. I don't want to judge her, but most people that are running, you know, they want to help the world, but you know after they get paid <laughs> so you know i don't i don't know i don't again i don't want to judge her wow it's hard to know how to respond to that i'm processing as we're speaking here my opinion is that tulsi is still very much a globalist very much for the new world order and i see that coloring her in a lot of ways but she has these bouts of insight where she looks at America and its place in history and says, no, 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 we need to go about things the right way. And yeah. I see her rejecting a lot of the extremism from her Democratic Party. Yeah, she does. She doesn't fit in that, you know. She's acting sort of like a Republican. Well, um, it's funny you say that. Here's what I said on a broadcast recently. I said, Tulsi Gabbard's in the wrong party. Now, she's got some bad views, but I think it's it's basically democratic indoctrination for a young mind she's only 38 years old you know she's barely old enough to run for president i think that she's someone that could be turned and i think her domestic viewpoints could be turned to match her foreign policy yes and i think well as i told you earlier should i give you my theory about mm -hmm. tulsi talked about this uh, before we went on air i wonder okay so we she's a congresswoman 
and she's going to quit this so she can really concentrate. And she announced this, I don't know how long ago, a few weeks ago. And she is going to quit being a congressman so she can really concentrate on running in the election and running for president. Okay, her chances of winning at this point, and she's, she's a sharp girl, but her chances of winning, I mean, for the Democratic nominee, she's what, one to one and a half percent, something like that? I mean, it's really, really bad marks. And, and not because she's such a bad person, but because she's just kind of, nobody knows her. She's just starting to grab some traction. And she, and she, I think she grabs traction by doing things like going after Hillary and suing Google. I mean, that's definitely a way to pick up your numbers. So well, they're suing in deference to what you and I are talking about here about the creation of FEMA camps and so forth. Yeah, I, I think I think she is and I could be wrong here. I think she's going to miss the 2020 election, but she's going to get very well known. You know, will she get the Democratic nominee? I, I don't know, but I think she's going to get become very well known and we might see her as a president in 2024 that's to me is that's the possibility and i think it's very possible trump has probably a love-hate relationship with her i think most people do um except for when she's surfing and i think he's watching her and seeing how she performs and let's face it tulsi's polished she is polished she reminds me of barack obama she's very polished so maybe she's going to grab some fame and Mr. Trump's going to like her, hate her, but like her probably a little more than he hates her, fires one of his whatever, and puts her in that position. Then she's pretty much rounded up and ready to go for 2024. Just a theory. That could be so wrong. You're making me think. The wheels are turning. Do you hear them in the background, people? I do, I do. But that's yeah, why you'd like me to come on, because I give you these, oh, these weird scenarios. So good. So conspiracy, what? but so could be so realistic. You, you're not of the opinion that she'll replace Mike Pence, though, are you? No, I don't think she'll be a VP. Nope. You mean on this run, on yes. 2020? No, I do not think she'll. I mean, she could. She could, but I... I don't see that, you know. Maybe I'll change my mind, but right now I don't see it. I see her in another position, and I don't know what position that would be, but uh, it, it'll probably be doing something with the veterans, and I think that's going to prep her, and there's going to be some quiet meetings behind closed doors, and we might see her. It, it's like I remember Barack Obama in when uh, the race was going on with Bush, and Barack Obama kind of popped his head up, and here's this congressman, uh, or senator, excuse me, senator in, in Ohio, and he's sitting, and I was thinking to myself, who is this guy? And he's blah, 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 blah my, you know, Barack Obama. And four years later, he was the president. I kind of see that with Tulsi. I mean, just her name. Just her name. I mean, she's, all she's putting, I don't know if you knew about Iowa, but she's putting up all these signs in Iowa. All it says is it's Tulsi, 2020, and a picture of her. That's it. She's not saying for the good of America, blah, 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 blah. She's not saying anything. Everybody's going, who's Tulsi? And they're looking her up, and guess what? They like her. 
And that's the key to getting to be president. You've got to like you. That's what Trump did. Trump's not an eloquent speaker. I don't think he's the smartest man in the universe. He's pretty good at business, but he's not the best at business. I've seen better. But people like him. Where does this go, Ronnie? Assuming it's true. Uh, 2024, we'll see Tulsi. And where does that go? I don't know. Um, we'll have another four years of probably Trump. And he's going to see, I think he's going to love on her a little bit because if she gets some traction, she could <clears throat> pull away some of his votes. That would hurt him. But also interfere in his agenda, too. Yes, it would. Um, so there's a lot of spinoff uh, happenings here. I mean, think, look at the Democratic Party. Is there anybody in there that you think is strong? That you go, wow. You know, Biden? Well, that Biden's kind of comment is always relevant to, to the person you got to run against. Yeah, Biden's lucky to get to work. I mean, Bi- if he can find his work, then that's that's good. He, you know, he's he's kind of bumbler, you know. I mean, he doesn't even know what he's saying half the time. You got Bernie Sanders. Oh, my God. He's too old and, and he's not fit. Um, who else we got? Um, Warren, Elizabeth Warren. Ugh. She can't answer questions. She just dodges questions and people are seeing that. So, I mean, I don't see anybody really strong in the di- in the Democratic Party. Do you? There's a few of us. You, you think there's somebody strong in the Democratic Party that, that would really hold up against Trump? Not unless he was holding up against himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trump was my answer. Trump is the only candidate I would consider voting for at this point in time. What do you think about Rand Paul? I think he's a second status person, second level. Yeah. But I think he could really be of help to someone like my son who's in, in college. Rand Paul, you know, I knew his father. And um, Rand Paul is good. Uh, he is. But I'm not sure. I know I have question marks and I don't know why with that man. And I don't know what even that means. So don't even take me literal on that. But I always have these. It's over. Every time I see Rand Paul, and intuitively I see a big question mark over his head. I know you're, you're thinking again. I Yeah, it's hard to know where to take this next because there's so <laughs> many avenues to express this. Do you really think this is initiated by any possible change of party? to join Trump? Do you think this is initiated by Tulsi herself or do you think she's being managed? Um, I think I, uh, that's a great question. Um, I feel feelings. hmm, I feel she is managed because she's so sharp. She speaks eloquently you talk about how she speaks versus how Trump speaks. He, he speaks like an old farmer. How you do? And Tulsi doesn't. She's as smooth as silk. So is that come naturally? You know, I didn't grow up with her. I, I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know what she was like when she was, you know, in the armed services. So what, has she always been polished? That's very possible. But if she has not always been polished, and that will come out in time, then who's polishing her? And if somebody's polishing her, I guarantee you she's going to go all the way. 
well, she has an agenda. If their policy, uh, excuse me, if they're creating policy for and managing her image, it's for a purpose. She's representing something. Yeah, something or someone, correct. So I would view her, if we're right on this, I'd view her as a uh, liability for all of us because she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. She could be the original Trojan horse in our government. She could be, but I don't want to sell her down river yet. I mean, I just... The, uh, let's put it this way. When she mentions love... You know, here... Okay, let me go really wild on you. You want me to go really wild? Yeah, too. I think we need to do a reverse speech analysis on her. <laughs> that's pretty wild. I think that's what needs to be done. If we did a reverse speech analysis... On Tulsi Gabbard, we would find out the heart of the matter. And if she was true at heart, I'd probably get behind her. <laughs> I love it. I remember when they reversed Bill Clinton's speech. Oh, geez. And, and he was going through this. I never, 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 never had sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. So then this guy with the remote viewing kit played it backwards, and it says, she's a great kisser. <laughs> Well, and Barack Obama failed miserably um, with reverse speech. Uh, Hillary Clinton failed miserably with reverse speech. Um, and David John Oates is the only person I trust in reverse speech. The rest of them kind of sometimes get what they want to get, and I, I don't trust them. Uh, but David John Oates I trust. And um, I would love him to do – and maybe he already has. But I would like to do one on Tulsi Gabbard to see if she's true at heart. That would be an interesting find. Because the, he did it on Trump. And Trump was pretty congruent uh, until he took office. And then he was not so congruent anymore. What do you make of that? Uh, I, I, this is how I've always said it. They and them got to him. I don't think, you know, the, the high leagues don't say, hey, do what we want or we'll kill you. Those are the old days, the old assassination days. I think those days are gone. But you could have family members meet up with an accident. And depending on how much he cares about some of his family members um, might be important. Do you recall that when Trump was going to pull the troops out of Syria, that someone was murdered in the room next to where his son was at at Trump Towers? Do you remember that? No. Mm -mm. That happened. And then recently... That's a statement right there. Yeah. Recently, there was a mini terrorist event at Trump Tower, and his family was there. Mm, see, And I've always think, looked at those two events as warning signs, don't get out of Syria or else. Yeah. And don't get out of line. We control you, not you controlling mm -hmm, us. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just like the health care, and I've said this so many times. You know, When I get in office, I'm going to put Hillary behind bars, and I'm going after health care. Well, he never put Hillary behind bars because Hillary can't go behind bars because she's above the law. And he tackled health care and got nowhere. I mean, it was kind of like he went da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and then he went, and nothing happened. So what happens next? Goes to the taxes, gives us, you know, a couple of bucks and says, you know, can you forget about the whole health care issue? Of course, he didn't say that, but I'm saying that. 
Forget about the healthcare issue because I gave you a little bit of money on your taxes, which, by the way, will probably blow up in your face because a lot of you uh, middle classers are going to actually get hurt with this. But uh, we'll not talk about it right now. And I think and that wasn't drummed by him. That was somebody else put that together. And he okay, here we go. So I think what's always, you know, we're heading towards something big. That's just intuitively what I'm going to say. Something very big. Something, and I don't think it's going to be the the traditional hearsay, martial law, um, you know, takeover. It's going to be something different. And I I don't even know what it's going to be, but it's going to be big. And I don't know how many more presidents we have coming. So maybe Trump another four years, maybe Tulsi for four after that, and maybe not. I don't know. Wow. I'm not a believer in the end of the world. I'm a believer in the change of the guard. And I think we're going to have a change of the guard. And and I think it's not going to be the way we think it is. We always think that the bad guy's going to win. But look at look at our history. Bad guys, they only win for a while. So quite honestly, I don't I don't think it's going to happen like that. I think there's either going to be a divine intervention or something of this earth that is kind of led by the divine, and I don't mean a preacher by any means. Half of them are dirty, nine-tenths of them are dirty. Uh, I mean somebody that really follows the light is going to get in power um, because it's failing right. Look at the Democratic Party. I mean, that's not even a party. That's like Satan right now. I mean, it's just, you know— I, I, I look at Pelosi and I just go, how the heck did you stay there? How? And she is so wicked. How does she, you know, I mean, I deal with health all the time. People that are nasty, rotten to the core, they either live to be 100. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or they die. And it's hard on the health. So I just, I don't know, I just, I guess I can't just swallow all the negative, negative, negative and say, yeah, we're all, we're going to be in concentration camps. And yeah. is there FEMA camps? Yes, there are. <laughs> you know, that's Are there FEMA camps? Have you ever but, seen those pictures out there from Sherry Wilcox, who had a blog one time called Sherry Questioning All? And she went looking for FEMA camps one summer, and she found 500,000 abandoned FEMA Great, um, tombstones. I mean, not tombstones, but um, uh, coffins. Mm. And she published that on her website, which used to be public. Now you have to be a member of her team yeah. to join. And she's limiting exposure. I think she's nervous. But she published that, and I went with it, and extensively so. What do you think about the cases like that? Oh, I believe it's real, but... You know, I talked. I, I've I've known some special forces type people, Green Berets, all, all the. You know, I've I've met them in person. And when I was following that, had my radio show and all of that, I I I I dove into that and I said, talk to me about concentration camps. And I remember this one soldier saying, "What do you want to know?" I said, "Are they real? Is this true?" He goes, "Yes." I said, "Do they plan on putting people in there?" He goes, depends. I said, what do you mean depends? He goes, it's more for, how did he say it? It's more for the eye. In other words, if you have something here that people are scared of, they will obey you. He says, in all honesty, we can hold a million people and we can have a camp. We can put up with wire and X amount of troops and we can have a camp that holds a million and have it set up in less than seven days. 
So he says, why would we need all these expensive camps that draw attention? He says, so if we draw attention to the camps now, which they are, there's one in Pier Blossom. And supposedly it was a water treatment facility, but it's not. And they've got, uh, you know, AR-15s and guys, you know, with water treatment plant <laughs> uh, T-shirts or, or golf shirts on. You know, and, it, and that was, of course, that was, I have to say, that was probably close to 10 years ago. But there's one in Pear Blossom in California, and, um, and and many. There's many others. One in Nebraska, um, and you know, there, I can go on. But the long and the short of it is, is if you use it for eye candy for the people, you know, you whip somebody and beat the hell out of somebody in front of somebody, they don't forget it, and and they don't talk. So you get people to, hey, are you going to do the right thing? Oh yeah, I'll do whatever you want because I don't want to go to one of those camps. Yeah, it is distressing if it's your kid <laughs> that's uh, that's taken ahead of you and they lure you in. Yep. That's what happened at Operation Mountain Guardian in, in 2011. You know, they they went and snatched in a drill kids out of the Denver Public Schools. So when Mama Jones showed up to take her son to his scheduled dentist appointment at noon and he wasn't there, parents were ballistic. Yep, yep. Uh, it's It's all fear. And think about everything that they do right now is they run everything on fear. Um, I just heard, uh, and this is, maybe this is our segue, I don't know, but I just heard a commercial when I was in California, I heard a couple that were weird, but I heard one and it said, this guy gets on and he goes, uh, I have a 190 over 85. And the next person goes, I had a 160 over 120. And they keep going, giving all these rotten blood pressure numbers. And then they say, I had a stroke. I had a heart attack. I had this. I had that. And and the music in the background is going. And you listen to this and you go, and then you go, if you've not taken your blood pressure medicine in a while, if you haven't seen your doctor in a while, you better take things seriously because I had to learn how to talk again. Now, if that's not fear, so you're like going taking your blood pressure medicine maybe you've skipped it or are you trying to do something naturally and you blah 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 and you hear that commercial what do you think you're going to do you're going to be like oh, i gotta call my doctor i gotta go down i mean and what a what a lousy low trick you can tell i'm a little upset about it i just couldn't believe it and it's like there are products out there naturally that can help you and get you right into the the right place that you want to be and you don't have to be on this drug and you don't have to listen to these commercials and be in fear I think that should be against the law to have a commercial like that against the law that's like saying you could walk outside your front door and if you breathe the air you could have cancer by nightfall just breathe the air just breathe the air cancer I mean you know people be like I'm not going out of my house I'm not all produced by fear our whole uh, mass media is produced by fear. Our political regime is fear. Everything is fear. So the concentration camps play right into that fear, fear, fear. And I'll tell you something, Dave. This is me. I am not going to bleep in fear anymore. I'm sick of it. They have no shortage of trying to scare us, though. They're intensifying, not re- not backing off. Oh, there was an earthquake commercial in California. Not a kidding. And it was for earthquake insurance. And this is how it kind of went. You know, sometimes you wake up every day and it's a beautiful day. But today you woke up and everything's devastated. 
you don't have a house, you don't have this, and you don't have earthquake insurance. Oh my God, I'm like, serious? Really? You know, is this always, you know, what if the powers that be are, are, you know, we talked about this earlier in the show, they can make earthquakes, so maybe they're making earthquakes and they just have them once in a while, then they can sell a bunch of insurance. I mean, you know, could it be that diabolical? I mean, yeah. The same thing, you know, and, and I look at the, the whole drug wars, you know, we, we've got drugs for people. Okay, here's some for your blood pressure, your diabetic, your your MS, whatever you have, all your disease, dis-ease, and here's all these drugs. Now let's go to your kids and we'll use uh, things that go in needles. We'll use whatever we can to call kids out. Oh, you got ADHD. Oh, you got this, you got that, instead of just being a busy kid. Oh, wait a second. That's not enough. Let's move to the veterinarians and let's move to your animals. Animals with diabetes. First of all, my question, how the hell do you know? You're doing blood tests on your dogs to see if they have diabetes? There's a racket. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, serious as a heart attack. I'm like, is this the world we live in? I'm sorry. I want to cross over. Can I cross over, please? So sometimes I get a little gutsy on air because I'm like, well, if they take me out, they're only they're you know, what is it when they killed uh, Obi Wan? They just made him more powerful. So I, that's the way I look at it. You're gonna kill me? You're gonna take me out? That's really kind of a cool thing because I don't like this side. It's not very nice. You you have just encapsulated why I can't vote for Tulsi Gabbard. She, <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. There's okay. too many skeletons in her domestic policies. Well, I think this. I think she's either very polished and very controlled by somebody. Um, <clears throat> I, I saw one somebody that was said, you know, I, I saw a picture of her, and boy, I had to say she was good looking. So I looked into it, you know, I thought, you are going to vote for somebody because she's good looking? Are you serious? Are, is that the IQ level that we're at? Oh, my God. No wonder this country's in trouble. Yeah, oh. she's pretty. I'm going to vote for her. <laughs> my God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously, you know? You're upping my stress level here, right? <laughs> I mean, well, you know, it was Iowa. What can I say? But, um, you know, I just, uh, and I'm not picking on any listeners in Iowa. Some of you guys are great, but some of you guys, you know, I guess we have those people everywhere. They're just a little scary. But um, anyway, so maybe we should do our crossover now. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yeah, exactly. Because I, I think oh, that. Oh god. Well, let me ask you this. one last question about Tulsi. What's her position on health care? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Medicare for everybody. Everybody. Yeah, so everybody she's a burn, Medicare. baby burn. I'll take my uh, honeymoon in Moscow, right? Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. And, yeah. and I don't think she's con- connected to Russia in any way. But Medicare for everybody, my biggest question right there is the big pop-up. Who's paying for it? Uh-huh. Who's paying for it? You know, as it is, the, the affordable health care, which is not affordable, it went up by, I think, 20% just this year alone. 20% in one year. That's 100% gain in five years. Anyway, so that's going up and that's crazy. And that doesn't, you know, when they go up 20%, they don't tell you the deductible goes up like probably 50 or 100%. Yeah, exactly. So you're paying all this money and you can't get there anyway because you got to pay all this front money. So anyway, it's a big joke. So Medicare, so my big question to Tulsi, you know, um, with all due respect, who the hell's paying for it? Is she going to pay for it? <laughs> I don't think so. 
So is the Democratic Party going to pay for it? Is uh, <laughs> No, I don't think so. Is the common taxpayer going to pay for it? Yes. Yes. Wealthy pharmaceutical companies, are they going to pay for it? No. So, you know, I that that would be. So on her position in healthcare, that's all I know so far. Uh, I would love to have a talk with her. I, I would love, I would know in five minutes if she's the real deal. But since I can't do that, and it's probably never going to happen, um, then I say we go to David John Oates and run a reverse speech on her and we'd find out the truth. That I could get on board with. I truly Why could. not? But my Why blood not? pressure it- is up for listening to you. <laughs> My blood pressure is probably just going crazy, and respiration rates up. Knuckles are white, <laughs> sweaty palms, and now I got irritable bowel syndrome to go with all this. So, oh jeez. <laughs> okay, oh, pick me apart. Okay, cure okay, me, so, cure me, okay. doctor, cure me. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Um, and I already sent this to you. It's coming again. I'm going to remind you about the Allison Advance. In fact, what I want to do is I'm going to remind you in a really good way because I'm going to remind everybody that's listening, okay? So uh, I know we pre-record sometimes. I don't know when this is going to go out, so I'm going to put it till hopefully the – what's the day we're at the end? So we'll go to the 10th. So this offer I'm going to put out, and it's a good it's – a, it's a damn good – it's a damn good offer. Okay. I'm going to put this offer out till the 10th of November. It's good till the 10th of November. you got to put in the coupon code DAVE in the coupon code. Hit apply. And here's what you're going to get. You spend $60 at getthetea.com. 60 bucks, And you get to buy whatever you want. So you don't have to buy a certain product to get a product. You buy whatever you want. 60 bucks. It's got a total of 60 bucks, And it's got a total of 60 bucks before shipping. I'm going to send you... A free 62, notice the word, free $62 bottle of Allison Advanced. Now, you say, what is Allison Advanced? One pill, Allison Advanced, is equal to, are you ready, Dave? 40 cloves of garlic. What? 40. Yes. 40. No way. 40. It is quite the extract. Wow. 40 cloves of garlic, okay? And what's really important to understand here is go to Google and look up garlic and what it does for you. Now you go 40 times one clove of garlic for every pill, and you're going to take a pill every day, one pill a day. If you want to really jump up on things, you can take two. There is no toxicity. You could take 10. There's no toxicity with this product. Here's why you would want to take it. I love the word in Batman, shields up. He says shields up and his car completely has shields. Yeah. Shields down and all the shields go down. So I want you to just think of that whole thing with your body. Shields up, that means your immune system is up. That means that disease, colds, flus, and everything that's coming for this winter will bypass you. Really? Now, it could possibly get you, could possibly, but instead of being sick for two or three weeks or a month, hmm. you might be sick two or three days. So, shields up, Allison advance. Shield down, don't take it. And it's pretty simple. Now, let's talk about, (laughs) poor Dave, let's talk about blood pressure. If you're wanting to have great blood pressure, I would tell you to try Allison advance. Because I have had people have great results. And I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to get Dave or myself in trouble. But if you want to have nice blood pressure, you want to maintain a normal blood pressure, Allison Vance needs to be your buddy and your friend. Take one a day. You could take two a day, one in in the morning, one at night. 
and there's a 60-day supply. You could turn it to a 30. That's fine. But let me tell you something. I would tell you to get yourself a little blood pressure <coughs> monitor. It costs about 20 bucks. And take your blood pressure before you take Allison Advance, and then take it for about 30 days and take your blood pressure again and tell me what you see. If really? you're on blood pressure medicine, you need to consult your doctor. That's how powerful things can be. So I'm going to give you some of this Shields Up blood pressure feeling yay. I'm going to give this to you if you spend 60 bucks at GetTheTea.com and you put Dave in the coupon code, hit apply. You're going to get a free $62 bottle, two-month supply of Allison Advance. Absolutely free. Won't show up on your receipt. Show up in your package. And it's this offer is good until the 10th of November. Midnight on the 10th of November. I'm making notes. What do you think, Dave? And by the way, I sent you some Allison Advance. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I'll tell you this. I think you're probably in a situation Dave? where you're going to be sponsoring these people for the Olympics. I think we're going to see such gains Dave? here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm still trying. Are you hearing me? Yeah, no, I didn't hear you. Oh, we cut out there. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, well, we cut out. Isn't that fun? Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> goes with the day. <laughs> well, listen, last night, this is a true story. I'm doing some podcasts very late. It's about uh, oh, 1230 my time a.m. And I look at my text messages and my researcher, one of my researchers, Marilyn Rupar, sent me a text. And she's trying to communicate with our other researcher, Alexander Daly. And she says, yeah, uh, we've been uh, knocked off from talking to each other. And then we can't call each other back. We keep getting, sorry, the number you have reached is disconnected. And we know we're calling the right numbers. So <laughs> I'm thinking, Interesting. ooh, did that just happen here? But maybe not. Um, Weird. Okay, so let's go through this again. I just want to make sure people have it because I, I love what you're doing here. Okay, the offer you're op, uh, op, uh, tendering, I should say, expires on November 10th. Midnight, midnight on the 10th. Okay. They've got they've got to put in the coupon code at getthetea.com get in the coupon code Dave. Okay. And hit apply. And it won't show up on your receipt. So whatever you buy, you're gonna it's gonna show sixty bucks worth of stuff, whatever sixty five, whatever you're spending, and it's gonna show up. But it will show up in your package. Got okay? it. And it's a sixty two dollar bottle, and yes, it's wonderful. I take it every day. My wife. So let's get in. Day. Let's get into the um, actual special. Though. Let's repeat that because you gave us a lot, and I'm just trying to break it down here. You bet. $60 worth of product. You buy whatever you want. You just go to the website, getthetea.com, buy what you want. You know, you can buy Allison and then get one for free if you want to do it that way. You can, because one bottle is $62. You can buy tea, but everything's got to total at least $60. And okay. when it does, put Dave in the coupon code, hit apply, and I'm going to throw in a Allison Advanced two-month supply in your package. It will be there. And... Uh, it's quite the gift. What does that retail for? $62. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Okay. So I'm taking copious notes here. <laughs> just so in the case. Listeners are just gonna in love case, it. you know, I don't have any problems, it. but just in case one of my friends does, I can order for them. Absolutely. <laughs> Remember, it's not me. I'm fine. Yeah, that's um, you're good. White knuckles. 
Okay, so I think I have it. This is uh, this is really good. Um, if you were President Trump, would you take on Tulsi Gabbard? I would find out her background. I would vet her um, and see who's controlling her. And if she's just controlling herself and she just got some good <clears throat> political people in the background running her that way, uh, yes, I would take her on. Yes, I would. I would. I would put her in some kind of position. I would because you know it's good to have uh, opposing views. Um, it's just when you get into those fights and everything else, that that's no good. But if I like blue and you like red, I think that's cool. I really do. And I think that, you know, as long as that person has the same attitude of give in when you need to give in and take when you need to take, um, I think it all works out good. Diversity is good. You're giving me a lot to think about. You know, in grocery stores and there's five different grocery stores, I think that's good. But when there's only one grocery store, I think that's not good. So I think Trump, you know, would would probably value to take pay attention to Tulsi. Because she might, you know, she could, for all we know, she's a top fueler. And she might get, grab traction real fast. She's you know what I might do with her? I'd put her in Interview. charge of the FDA. Oh, boy, <laughs> you're, you're way ahead colors. of me, aren't you? Yeah, that'd show her colors, wouldn't it? She, but you know what? We need somebody in charge of the FDA, and so if she's gonna, she's gonna run with love, and and she's gonna run with uh, none none of this uh, crap, politic crap that's going on, and and um, you know, people being corrupt. Um, I I would I would actually welcome her to the FDA. She's 38 years old. And the way I view her... And she serves. She's immature, politically speaking. She might be, but I... No, no, wouldn't. no. no I, don't mean, I don't mean personally. I'm talking professionally. Her yes. views are subject to modification, the ones we don't like. Yes, that could I've be. I've done a broadcast on this. Yeah, and what I what I think here's what I said. I said the title was Tulsi Gabbard belongs to the wrong party. Well, I can I can definitely agree with you on that, but maybe you know I, I think right now we really hate the Democratic Party too. I mean, I've never been a Democrat, you know, um, but on the same token, I would definitely never be one now ever because of what they've done. So. I, 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 how do I say this? Um, it would be better if she was a Republican, but some of the Republicans have acted like Democrats. So I, you know, hard to say. So if you were her campaign advisor, would something go like this? Tulsi, declare the fact that you've had some changes of heart. You're going to be true to your values that you've always had, and you can't continue with the Democrats because they're truly not the. A party for the people who are downtrodden and taken advantage of they only pretend to be so I need to leave the Democratic Party so she runs as an independent gets smoked but in the interim you hope Trump is smart enough to pick her up because she is a living example of how the Democrats suck <laughs> right right I would do that if I were Trump I would make that move well if she goes independent she wouldn't be noticed well, that's true. You might be right. I mean, she Marani, will not if, even be noticed. We got to go independent because we're up against our time. <laughs> yeah. So, everybody, I want to encourage you to check out GetTheTea.com and take advantage of that special $60 product purchase. 
get you two months of Allison, which is tremendous. And you use the coupon code Dave. Offer expires November 10th. How did I do, boss? You did good, man. Okay. Hey, Ronnie, thanks for joining us. Always, always fun and informative. (laughs) Take care, Dave. Take care, buddy.